Hi. 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 Or should we say Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Audrey, do you have a Merry Christmas or a Hi? A Merry Christmas, everyone. You know, it's two days away, but I have faith, so. Um, no one on earth that's going to be listening to this two days before Christmas. <laughs> Maybe somebody will. We're not even posting it before Christmas. Oh, I, I'd have to work rapid, so I don't have to work tomorrow, so. You've ever done? I've worked on, I used to work on Christmas Eve. Now I've I got... also used to work on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah, I used to have to do that too at the at the video store. I was to say at the movie theater. That was one of our busiest days was Christmas. Uh-huh. Same for us. So that's kind of a a normal tradition for people. Was that either of your guys's tradition? Uh, Did you guys go I... to the theaters? When no. I got old when I got older the, the movie theater on Christmas Day became, you know, something to try out. When I was younger, we'd watch movies and just stay at home. So, yeah. It became tradition. But now we don't have a fucking movie theater, so I'm just going to bitch about it till until we get one. Good luck. Yeah, I know. You also don't have a Target anymore. I know. God damn. That town sucks. <laughs> it does suck. You know, we had, town. you know what we had for dinner? Thai food. Ooh. I bet yeah. you don't have a restaurant for that either. Um, we don't. Uh, we still have. We have a Japan restaurant. We got China Star. Uh, Vietnamese place closed down. Got something that's close. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got Which like one of those was close. Uh, that <laughs> no, would be the Vietnamese restaurant. The Vietnamese restaurant. Okay, that's fair. I thought you were gonna say uh, China Star or whatever, and I'm like, no. <laughs> China Star never close. Americanized Chinese food, <laughs> and everybody loves it. Yum, 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 yum. All right. What are we talking about today? <laughs> what are we talking about today? Uh, movies. Mm. That, that's, that's what we're here for. There's that's what. There's our, that's our, it's our one person in Germany. I think the eight others around the world. You know, somebody's listening to us. <laughs> I'm starting to think it's less and less every I think, day. I think so. Every time we put one out there, it's like, yeah, nope, we lost another. <laughs> Nobody's, it's like we're Conan O'Brien when he first started. Nobody wants to watch. We could do whatever we want. Nobody will care. Hey, there it is. Cracking up this time. tequila and soda. Ooh. Ooh. I have a lemonade here somewhere. I think if I take it out of the spot it's in, it might knock the microphone over. So, 
Hot damn, oh. that's good. Audrey, what are you drinking? Coffee? Uh, no, I drank that. I have an empty sippy cup of juice, Ooh. and the coffee mug's empty, and the cat is laying in my lap throwing daggers because I moved a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of juice is in there? It's empty. <laughs> Long story short, I have nothing. Nothing, nothing. Okay, then. Well, what have you guys seen lately? Uh, I spent my week watching The Witcher on Netflix. <laughs> Not a movie, I know. You could just ima imagine it's a movie. I mean, each episode's like an hour-ish. Here's well, a question I have for you. Since you guys both like Henry Cavill, um, do you think he could make a good James Bond? Yes. Okay. No, because he'd have to be clean shaven, and he looks terrible clean shaven. Oh, he still looks good clean shaven. <laughs> I just prefer the mustache. He's in third place right now for Bond odds. Uh, Richard Madden is one. No. Uh, Idris Elba is two. Uh, then Henry is third. Well, he did like a deep fake picture. Like, I don't think he's actually doing it, but... That would be. I would like it if he was James Bond. I think that would be. I, I think it'd be a good the, choice. I think he has the look, but he's yeah. Do you know who Richard Madden is, Audrey? Off the top no. of your head, he was Mister Rob Stark. Yeah. Oh. Who lost his head? Sorry, spoiler alerts. You know, for a show that's been out for ten years. I don't know. I just don't see Richard Madden as James Bond. I mean, I could see it. Uh, the one that I saw on this on this odd sheet, like the, the people who have like a lesser chance, one of them was Dan Stevens from Downtown Abbey. Um, I've seen him in a few other movies. I've not, I haven't actually watched Downtown Abbey, but I think he would make a really good James Bond. Are you purposely calling it downtown? <laughs> I was going to ask the same else? thing. It's Downton. Oh, it's I'm sorry. Downtown. <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. I was just going with the conversation. But it, the American version will be called Downtown Abbey. That's funny. <laughs> the Michael Bay version will be Downtown Abbey. I thought you were doing a bit that I wasn't getting, but no. No, you're... no. Nope. Wasn't Honest trying. The goodness but mistake. <laughs> see the best. See the best parts so are when you make mistakes without thinking. Yeah. Downtown Abbey. Your your American is showing, Don. Yeah. Going down. If this was if this was American, she'd be like a call girl. <laughs> downtown Abbey. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think Dan Stevens would make a good uh, good James Bond, but I don't think he's more a big enough actor, but you know, known enough. I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with with Bond. Meh. Just quit it. It's been how many years? Fifty years? Maybe they could bring back Sean Connery. 
You know, you could probably play him like CGI. Mm. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh, he's dead, yeah. I know. <laughs> we'll bring back uh, our guy, uh, well, <laughs> Burt Russell. <laughs> Burt Russell? Oh my god. Greatest James <laughs> Bond ever. <laughs> he can do all, so. Yes. <laughs> god, I want to see that now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but it scares me. It's a combination of Burt Russell, uh, Burt Reynolds, and Kurt Russell. Oh, <laughs> it's such a Burt combination! Russell. We can't get his name right still. <laughs> yep. Oh my! That, that was a genuine mistake, and it has stuck. So, <laughs> well. <laughs> well I, unlike Audrey, saw some movies this past week. So if you guys want to hear watch? about what did you watch? Tell me, tell what me. What did me. I watch? Um, first one I watched was Never Back Down, No Surrender. Ooh, should have uh, watched Never Back Down 2, The Beatdown. I have that DVRing tonight. <laughs> um, it's not good. I, I didn't know that I would like No Surrender as much as I did. Um, I mean, it wasn't anything original, but I enjoyed myself for 90 minutes. Uh, it played on Sony Movie Channel. Uh, I was starring, uh, written, uh, and directed by the great Michael J. White. Um, yeah, I was just entertained. Uh, just Michael J. White and just his charisma. And I think he's, uh, He's a big time movie star, even though he's not really. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a hell of a lot more fun than I ever thought it would be. So, um, yeah. Um, and then the next one I watched was on HBO Max. It's called Shiva Baby. Uh I hadn't heard very much about this. I know it had been nominated, I think, for maybe one or two Independent Spirit Awards. Uh, what got my attention on this is RogerEbert.com had given this a four-star review. Um, and I saw that it was playing on HBO Max. And then it's only like an hour and 15 minutes long, so I decided to give it a chance. Um uh, this movie reminded me a lot of Uncut Gems, uh, the where the Adam Sandler type character can't get them get out of their own way, uh, and just the tension and uncomfortableness that comes with it. Uh, the movie is about a young lady who is a rebel in every uh, definition of the word and her sugar daddy ends up being at same uh, Jewish funeral service and all hell literally breaks loose. Um, yeah, it was just a really good movie. Really, really surprised. Um, made me laugh a lot more. Um, the, I'm going to say her name wrong, but I had never heard of Rachel Sinat. Uh, who is the lead in this movie. She was phenomenal and uh, someone that I'll be paying a lot more attention to. So yeah, Shiva Baby, HBO Max. Um, never, never heard and of And then it. last, I had, I had 
barely heard of it too. Um, but yeah, it's it's worth checking out. Um, and then last, um, certainly not least, uh, I watched The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, I know Jordan had Jordan and I uh, unknowingly were watching this movie at the same time. Uh, I know I got through with it. Jordan did not. I um, sidetracked with my child and didn't mm-hmm. get to finish it. I was entertained from the start all the way to the finish. Um, I was yeah. keeping my expectations in check with this movie. Because like I've stated before, I'm not a big fan of the nostalgia kick in movies. Uh, I think it's overkill. Um, but this movie surprised the fuck out of me. Um, it So far from what I've seen, it it, it does it cleverly. Yes. So I'm, it, I'm, I can't wait to finish how it, how it, it goes. But. It, it is weird uh, from beginning to end. It is meta in every sense of the word. Uh, the movie plays a lot like uh, Gremlins 2, where... <laughs> well, I can't wait for you to land this plane. Um, <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> um, just, just the way that it takes what you're supposed to get from a sequel and just goes in the complete opposite direction. Uh, like I said, the movie is very, very weird. Um, it's deconstructing what a sequel is, and it is being on the nose about it. Um, it tells you about it. Yeah, it's very, very <laughs> weird. It's just, I can't say the word enough. It's strange that this a movie it, like this got made. It feels about having to be made, even. so. Yes, and... <laughs> Um, yeah, I loved damn near every second of it. Um, the movie, uh, is, is honest to God, a love story through and through. Um, the, me, I, I did, it just, it won me over. I was not expecting it at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, as I like to call it, it's an, it's an anti-blockbuster. Um. People who like it are really, really going to like it, and the people who hate it are going to hate it. And I've been reading everything about it, and that seems to be the um, the case with it. Um, I wish I would have seen it on the big screen. Um, it just felt weird watching a, a new Matrix movie uh, not in a theater. So um, between watching it on my phone and swapping between my TV and my phone hasn't been... Best experience, you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a or movie you that about the fact that you also had to listen to Coco Melon songs while you were watching. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I just I wanted to watch it again right after, and uh, something something that really stood out to me is the reason why. Lana Wachowski, I want to say is her name now. Um, I think I'm getting Laura. No, it's it's Lily and Lana. I think Lana's the one who made this. Lily didn't want to do it. Um, But the reason why she decided to make the movie as 
she, it was a way for her to get over her parents' death. I believe both of her parents died within like weeks or a month of each other. Um, so making the movie about, you know, resurrecting these characters and, you know, the love story and all that, when you know where it comes from, uh, I think it just kind of deepens it. So, yeah. Go into it with an open mind. It is not the first movie. Just, and that's all I could say. If you don't like it, then I completely understand. So, but yeah, I just got into it. It's hard to talk it. without spoiling it. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, I know uh, my wife does not care for the Matrix movies. And I think that she would be, um, I think she'd actually enjoy this one just knowing what it is so far. Yeah. That's why I thought that with my wife too, is that if she could get over the weirdness, I, I think it would. Yeah. What, I, once you realize know... how playful, once you realize how playful the movie is, if you get into that, it just, just kind of just and hooks I, you. I think it's one that you have to rewatch too, because like I said, I've, I started it, I made it about 40 minutes in the first time and then, the second time I started it over again, you pick up on little things that you noticed or that you didn't notice the first time. I, I early can... things start. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's been quite fun. Yeah. I, yeah. That's all I could say. Yes. You can't get into it without spoiler alerts. So. Is that all you've watched? That's all I got. I, I got halfway through another movie, but I'll save that for next week so no more Dolph Lundgren oh it's it's <laughs> Dolph Lundgren that's the one I didn't finish so all right well I yeah. watched a sort of Christmas movie Sorta. I watched Trapped in Paradise for the first time ever and that had have been you, that had been watched by this? Christian <laughs> yeah Christian had watched it on a on a previous episodes so yeah we talked about it a little bit yeah I, I remember liking it when i was younger i haven't seen it in that long um, okay well how was this it? this is all right i gave it what did i see here uh five out of ten <laughs> uh this one's about three brothers who are no strangers to criminal activities uh starring nick cage john lovitz dana carvey who's doing a dumb voice and making a dumb face the whole time but uh he kind of grows on you as the movie goes on uh they go to a small pennsylvania town called paradise and they decide that they're gonna rob this bank on christmas eve of all days uh but you know they try to escape uh after the robbery but the weather the weather's too bad and shenanigans ensue and they can't leave the town uh so over the next few days they're they meet some of the townsfolk, and I don't know. Nick Cage has a change of heart and decides he wants to give the money back. I don't know. It's it was a strange little movie. You got Richard Jenkins as like the FBI guy trying to track him down. That's right. Yeah, I remember that now. Okay. Yeah, there's some other little subplots that go on, but nothing really of substance. But uh, some of my issues were that Cage's New York accent comes and goes all throughout the movie. Sometimes it's super thick and sometimes it's non-existent. So it's, it's definitely interesting. 
and then uh, you get a little Nick Rage that shows up too. So <laughs> it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it for what it is. Uh, their mom in this movie was phenomenal. Just a hard ass New Yorker lady that didn't give a shit about the cops or anything else for that matter. So who played the mom? I have no idea importance in my under on my radar at least <laughs> write it down so it can't be that important <laughs> yeah that was was that 94 so that was just before leaving las vegas and kiss of death i think it was when it came out uh, something like that so their mother was Florence Stanley. If that makes any no, difference. no, I thought you were going to say Florence Henderson. So, <laughs> and the machine. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the same birthdays as me. I just looked that up. My goodness, is that what this is devolved to? <laughs> birthdays. All right, so yeah, that's all I've watched this week. I didn't have a, I had a busy week trying to watch The Matrix a couple times, and I don't know between Coco Melon and my wife watching The Witcher, I didn't <laughs> see a whole lot. <laughs> I, mean, I watched fair, it in the bedroom. I didn't bother you. Well, what are you talking about? I watched like the whole Witcher Trials in season two with your eyes closed. What are you talking about? I watched her fail like a million times. That was like episode two. Calm down. Not a whole episode. <laughs> so do you think Cobble's going to get his wish to be in every video game movie from that he plays? So he says he wants to be in like Bioshock... You say like Warhammer? I think all these. I could see. Well, I mean, he is like king of the nerds, so I'm sure he'll get whatever he wants. That just makes it just like, good God, look at him! Look at the size he is, but he's a goddamn nerd. Nerd. Be in whatever he wants. (laughs) I'll watch it. Just don't do Superman again. Just let Superman have the mustache. I think Superman as a character, period, just needs to be done. He's irrelevant no, in these times. No, no, no. I wanna, I'm interested in a Michael B. Jordan possible version of him being Black Superman. I mean, I don't... But that's only because it's Michael B. Jordan. So. I just find Superman such a boring comic character. Yeah, he's he's impossible because he can't yeah, it doesn't matter. This isn't a Superman podcast. <laughs> it's not, but... It's, a, it it's just... impossible to write him good because of his abilities. Right. There's too many. Like, yeah. yeah. I just think the cloud of Christopher Reeve just... hangs over that entire movie. Because that's what you have to live up to. And it just... Either they try to go too hard with nostalgia one way, or they try to make it 
dark like Batman, which doesn't work either. So maybe, maybe just let Cobble come back and just make his own Superman. Let him write it. Let him direct it. Well, okie dokie then. Yeah, I still just mm, Superman's just not my superhero. Not that I think I have one, but I was, gonna, I was just gonna say, who is your superhero? I gotta say, it's probably Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was gonna say, you baby, I love you so much. I was or gonna Data. joke that it I'll was see Jason Momoa. Out. Don't worry, because <laughs> <laughs> you liked that so much on the plane ride that one time. Oh my god, that was awful. <laughs> I was watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall for the millionth time, and she's sitting here watching Aquaman. I look over and just laugh at her. She's well, like, you look I over because I was laughing. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know what else to watch. <laughs> I think I quit watching it to watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall instead. Good That's because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, I got a game for you quick. One quick question. Ooh. It's going to be, is this a real movie or not a real movie? I like games. So, this holiday movie is called Holiday in Handcuffs. It stars Melissa Joan Hart as a waitress who suffers a nervous breakdown where she takes one of her customers, a.k.a. Mario Lopez, hostage and introduces him to her family as her new boyfriend. Is this movie real or fake? Real. Real. I feel like I've heard this. Because I, I was reading up on, because the, the Mario Lopez thing is what tipped me off. How does Mario Lopez tip you off? Because they were in the movie together. They were advertised. Well, aren't they both in everything nowadays? No, no, no. Well, at least to this level of movie? <laughs> uh, Candace Cameron, I think, is in more stuff than Melissa Joan Hart, but it's not like I'm paying attention. It is real. Audrey. It's from 2007. Audrey, who would win in a fight between Clarissa and DJ Tanner? Clarissa. Also, I never watched Full House as a kid. Lucky. Else than you did. You watched more TV than I did as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I love Beast Wars doesn't mean anything. Just in general. You watch more TV than I do. This I just watch true. a lot of crap. Nothing. I read good. a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I read a book. Once? Oh, yeah? Did it have <laughs> pictures? Oh, come on. I watched, I read all the Hannibal Lecter series. I was gonna say you read the book by that by Jericho. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that's that's an actual book. Someone wrote it. <laughs> I'll 
Anyways, that was my game for the week. Nothing, nothing too fancy. Nothing too fancy. But it can lead us into what we're here to talk about today. Ooh, what are we here to talk about today? Uh, non-traditional Christmas movies. But first, I want to ask, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Christmas. Um, boy. Um, I'm gonna let Audrey go first. That's a bad choice. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know the secret behind. I want to know what your favorite Christmas movie is. Well, first things first. I am the Grinch, and I don't love Christmas as a holiday period. No. So, if you ask me to watch a Christmas movie, I will tolerate watching Elf, and that's about it. Anything else, I will probably just take a nap. <laughs> so, What's, Elf. I, lo I love Elf. So, Elf. What, tell me a little bit about Elf. Like, give me a favorite scene, because I have a very specific one. Um, I don't know. It's just the most quotable. Like, I don't know that I have a favorite scene. Okay. Maybe you'll change your mind once I tell you mine. It's when he's down in the mailroom and the guy that he's working oh. beside turns to him and says, I'm 26. He's clearly 50. <laughs> he's getting drunk on the job. I was just saying, wasn't he just out of prison or jail or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's he's easily in his forties, and he's just like I'm twenty six. Uh, oh, okay, pal. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene in that movie is uh, has been the the scene which I don't think any normal man could do, where uh, Zoe's singing in a shower, and Will Ferrell is just, just outside of it. Yeah, I don't think any reasonable Putting man on the sink, like on the vanity, listening to her. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, any any reasonable man. Yeah, that's just that's know. some her, kind of power. Her with blonde hair just doesn't do it for me. She's just she's odd. Ah, uh, but yeah, that's that scene always makes me laugh. So. Um, I also like when he's crossing the street and, like, the taxi almost hits him. Um, I guess that was, like, a real thing. Like, they were filming and Will Ferrell was just, like, crossing the street, like, acting like Elf. And, like, a taxi pulled up and almost hit him and they just left it in the movie. <laughs> I do also like when he uh, sees the sign for the, the world's greatest cup of coffee and he goes in and congratulates him. You did it! <laughs> Don, favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie? Um, gosh, gosh, gosh. Uh, favorite Christmas movie is pretty obvious. I'm in the, uh, the camp that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, no, that's a non-traditional Christmas movie. You have to pick a different one. Pick a different one? It's a goddamn <laughs> Christmas got, movie. You got called the fuck out. I am not it getting is called not. the fuck Even out. Even Bruce I, Willis says it's not I, a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis is a person who doesn't know who he is anymore. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's been on too many islands. 
for the shitty movies for that he's been making. Die Hard, my favorite Christmas movie. If you want to get into this right now, Audrey, we can we can do this. You can tell us why it's not a Christmas movie, and we it's can set tell you why during it is. Christmas. That's one hundred percent. Go ahead, Audrey. Well, if that's the standard of a Christmas movie, is just set during Christmas, like it's set during Christmas. Any movie, it any movie's a Christmas, Christmas movie. No, that's, you're being too basic, Don. You got to be more specific. More specific, it. It's, it's set on Christmas Eve. It interacts with, uh, you get the ho 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 joke, the Christmas party. Um, yeah, yeah, but my there. Christmas party at work doesn't happen on Christmas, so. Well, because you're not special. You don't work for Nakatomi. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's, it's not an argument. All, he's there for love, so that makes it a Christmas movie. No, I yeah. think you're confusing Valentine's Day with Christmas. Nope. <laughs> How many of these shitty Christmas movies are all about, you know, being with the one you love? Yep. Well, I mean, that's honestly why I hate Christmas movies is because they're all, all sappy love. and, yeah, and fake. And that's why he's there, to be with his estranged wife. It is a Christmas movie. All right, so if you're going to play mean, so I have to pick something that's traditional Christmas. Traditional yes. Christmas, like Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> mm, okay. Eyes no. Wide Shut, I would say, is in the same boat. Um, uh, exactly. It was a joke. Gremlins. Uh, Non-traditional. Father, Chinese dentist. Um, Can't say Harry Potter, also non-traditional. I mean, a Christmas story, but I've kind of gotten off of that. Um, I just found out they made a second one of those. Yes. Um, I mean, home, home alone. Um, counts. if you if you're gonna count Home Alone as a Christmas movie, you have to count Die Hard as a Christmas movie. No, why? It's no more or no less Christmas than Die Hard. Okay. Bingo. I disagree with you, but how? <laughs> It has less aspects of a Christmas movie. I think it's got more. I mean, yeah, I would agree. Oh. It, I don't... it actually deals with like Christmas. Yeah, it's not dealing with like Santa or anything, but like the fam. It does, whatever. I don't. It's fine. Oh. No, you can you can get into this because it's the same thing. It's set on Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. He's taken down bad guys the whole time. His family left to go on a Christmas vacation, which people do. Although they left on Christmas Day, which is also a problem. But whatever. That's what happens nope. when your dad is a drug dealer. I right. No. Hey, it, it, he wasn't paying for it. <laughs> it was their uncle that was paying for it. And not Uncle Frank, the other brother who lives in Paris. <laughs> Paying for 14 people to go to Paris. On Christmas Day. On Christmas. That's not a that is not a cheap vacation. Like I said, problematic. Anyway. Oh, this, this just always makes me laugh when, you know, the the anti-diehard Christmas people. You know, it's 
it's it's it does everything that a Christmas movie does. I mean, uh, they get the happy ending. Yeah, I mean the happy ending is always good. Um, I mean, I mean, I have all my. He makes I think a bunch all... of holiday quips throughout the whole movie. So yes, he does. I mean, I think I mo- mean, uh, my my movies that are on my list for non traditional. I think they. I don't think of them as non traditional. I just think of them as Christmas movies. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does fit in the Christmas spirit of. I also don't really love the Die Hard movies, so. <laughs> Just watch the first one and the third one, and the rest of them don't exist. Yeah, pretty much. Even though I'm pretty sure 2 takes place on Christmas as well. Yes, because 2 is basically the same movie. Well, it's just garbage, though. No. Compared, yeah. to the, compared to what you get in the later Die Hard movies, Die Hard 2 is a masterpiece. I'd rather watch Jingle All the Way 2 than Die Hard 2. No, you wouldn't. Yep. You're lying. You're trying to, trying to get a rise out of me. Guy. Nope. Give me Larry the Cable Guy. Fuck. God. You... No. No, that's... No. No, that's bullshit. You it's would not. Yep. You would fall asleep oh. before you would watch that fucking movie. Watching it right now. <laughs> um, Alright, so that's, that's my... That's Audrey and I's fight. Jordan, what's your... And if I'm going traditional Christmas movie, it's Elf. But since my wife already mentioned that one, I'm going to go with a more recent movie. And it was The Christmas Chronicles with uh, Kurt Russell recently. It was a, that, was, it was, that was not terrible. I will agree with that. Right. It, it's not great, but I mean, it, it's fine. It's fun. I had a lot of fun watching it. The second one wasn't very good, but the first one was fun. I haven't made time to watch that, and I am a self-confessed Kurt Russell super fan. So, I think I need to make that a point to watch that this weekend. Sorry, I'd momentarily. Uh, we'll call it technical difficulties, but it has fur and teeth. Trying to eat, <laughs> eat my microphone. Ah. It's on, on Tubi for free or it's on Disney Plus right now, Don. So jingle all really? the way too. Cool. Oh god, I thought you were I thought you were talking about the <laughs> Kurt Russell movie. Fuck off. No, that should still be on Netflix. Yeah, uh, that's that's probably like 365. They don't take it off. I mean if Netflix owns it, no. Never. No. Never ever. <laughs> All right, so do you do you want to get into this then? Let's let's talk about our uh, well, my number one favorite non-traditional Christmas movies. My number one has already been argued, so uh, I'm gonna start from the bottom. Uh, I'm gonna go with the 1985 Christmas classic, Better Off Dead, starring <laughs> John Cusack. <laughs> Diane Franklin. Uh, it is. Have either one of you seen it? Of course. Oh, uh, Audrey. No. Oh, it's so good. Um, uh, it's it's a weird movie. 
Um, but if you strip away all the weirdness, it is a really good love story. Um, it is quotable, which I think is a lot. Just, I think that's just something on all my lists. Um, uh, yeah, it's got a great soundtrack. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it never gets old. So, yeah. All right. I will give you one that I rather enjoy, and it is Batman Returns. I was going to put that on my list. Well, why didn't you? I don't like that movie as much. I mean, I, it's, it's really dark. Um, that's, I think that's why I like it. Come on, that's why I like Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the... It's a lot of to like about it. It's just not my favorite. I mean, obviously I like it because of Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, but... Get great Danny DeVito. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I just like that's I mean kind of the same thing that happened with the Matrix uh resurrections that the second movie Tim Burton got to make the movie that he made, and I think it's even it's just cranked up more so than the the Batman 89. It's just doing different things. Yeah. Audrey, do you like Batman Part 2? I do. What's your favorite part of it? Uh, I I think Danny DeVito as the Penguin is like the perfect casting. They tried to make him into an actual Penguin. I know. Yes. <laughs> the makeup in that movie is really, really good. I just laugh about I saw a meme once and it's like, hey Danny, Tim called. <laughs> and he's like, Don't worry about it, I'll go get my hat. <laughs> and he grabs a top hat of varying sizes. And, he, and it shows him in each of the Tim Burton movies, and he definitely has a top hat in every single one. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's it's just, yeah, it's just one of those movies that you just, you think it's going to be one thing and it comes back and it does some different stuff. So yeah. it's like, just I one like... of those movies that's just entertaining. Like you don't have to fully pay attention to it, but whenever you look at it, you're entertained. That's the type of Tim Burton that I miss is the guy who gave a shit. So you're going to say suicide penguin, Batman. Tim Burton. Just strapping bombs to these little penguins. Yes. Well, you could <laughs> you could do things back then. Oh. All right. Audrey, give us a, a non-traditional Christmas movie you like. It's funny you brought up Tim Burton because he's also on my list, but for a different movie. I know and which one you're going to say. I'm going to go with Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going with Edward Scissorhands. No. On my list later. I mean, that's a good movie, but that's not what I was going with. Now, I have to say, I have never seen A Nightmare Before Christmas in its entirety. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) 
it took me a long while to get around to the movie, but when I did, it's it's always it's always had a place. Yeah, I uh, I don't have anything to add to it because I haven't seen en- enough of it. I mean, it's back to the old days of Tim Burton where he did a lot of the claymation and like. Again, it's just it's entertaining. It could equally be a Halloween movie. But it's good. I like the concept of the holidays having different trees in the like mysterious woods. Like it's just a creative way to look at holidays. Okay, so I yeah. take that back. What I do know of Nightmare Before Christmas is from playing Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so not much. Is that you playing Kingdom Hearts or are you watching me play Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> me watching you because I'm terrible at that game. I, 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 it's, it's, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this a lot is a movie like that, do you think Disney would have been able to make it now? Oh, no. I they would have so looked that and been like, it's too dark. Yeah, I, I don't think it would have. It probably would have went to like, Hulu or something like that. It would have been Amazon. Maybe would have taken it. Yeah, it would have been dumped. You act like they didn't make Frankenweenie or Paranorman in the last fifteen years. Paranorman wasn't. We're talking now, Jordan. Fifteen years is a long time. Is it though? Paranorman wasn't. Frankenweenie was, but I think Tim Burton had more clout. I mean. When was Nightmare Before Christmas? 98? 93. 93. Was it that early? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he he wasn't that far into his... So did he come off of Edward Scissorhands and then do Nightmare? No, he did it off of Batman 2. Okay. What a run. Uh Uh-huh. Then he did Ed Wood after Nightmare Before Christmas. Then he dropped the ball. Oh, no. That's a different podcast. I love that movie. <laughs> I'd rather watch Ed TV. <laughs> God. <laughs> or how about how about the oh, the movie Ed? No. With the pitching monkey with um no. <laughs> Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. No, no thank you. <laughs> if we're going to watch monkey movies, I'd rather watch Dunstan Checks In. MXP. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mo- what's what's the name of the monkey one where he he plays ice hockey? MVP, most valuable primate. <laughs> See you're regretting this now, aren't you, Audrey? Well, I mean, I live with him. I have to live with this. <laughs> She's never coming back. Oh, hey, Audrey, remember we were talking about the monkey movies? No. No, I don't. I was asleep. <laughs> How do you guys know uh, Dunstan checks in? I mean, it's not I don't, a great That's why I laughed about I haven't seen that in forever, but yeah, it's been a I long remember time. it. Uh, my next on my non-traditional is, uh, uh, 
1988 Bill Murray's Scrooged. Um, yeah, I I think this movie is just fucking hilarious. Um, Bill Murray. I feel like that's has, more traditional Christmas than non-traditional. I would agree. I was debating between it, yes, um, but it's because it's dark. Um, it's more like a horror movie. Um, dark Christmas movies. They well, don't have all pla- have to be lovey-dovey. I have all of them. Uh, Santa Slay with Bill Goldberg. Um, <laughs> Black Christmas. It's, it's not on my list. Um, but yeah, uh, Scrooged um, has been hilarious uh, since I first watched it. It just gets better and better. Uh, I think I think it's one of the you know, the better where Murray is just a an out and out dick through all of it. Um his little turn, his arc, I feel is earned. Uh when he sings the song at the end of the movie, you put a little love in your heart. Um God, the the opening where he tells his executives to have come up with a trailer for the for the Christmas season, and he thinks it's weak, and he's got his own, which is probably the most vile thing that anyone could create. And he's upset because his his executives are scared of him now. It's just, yeah, I can't get enough of that movie, so... On the fence. Shocking. Me not liking a movie. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm staying silent on this episode mostly because I just really don't like Christmas movies. I should not have been your guest for this. (laughs) You guys made a mistake. What are you talking about? We need a... We need an anti-Christmas person and an anti-movie person on this <laughs> to counteract Don's joy. Yeah. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Until I was on your podcast, I didn't realize that Don cared about romance so much also. It's a really romantic movie, and I'm like, oh, gross. Romance is, it's, 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 it's a good thing to have. I just laughed. I grew up a hopeless romantic, so all these movies just kind of hit the sweet spot. Now, the Hallmark movies, the Hallmark movies don't do anything of that for me, but damn near anything else. You've known him for almost 20 years, right? Can you just picture Don with a with a boombox outside the window? (laughs) Just say anything style? God. Probably not that, my window, but yeah. No, not your window, of course. It's a window. Well, that's, that's when that day happens, romanticism. <laughs> I'm going to be giving the boombox to your husband, telling him to buck up and say you're sorry. Play <laughs> this fair. song, asshole. I have to interrupt quick. So, upon watching Jingle All the Way Two, Santino Morella is in this God. movie. Is the movie produced by WWE? I doubt it. It's Larry the Cable Guy. Why? Why? Why is there a jingle all the way to? Because the first one was great. It didn't make that much money. Uh, it made enough. 
Arnold Sinbad, come on. It's great. How how low does that have to get when you go from Arnold Arnold to Larry the fucking cable guy? I mean, you're going top quality A list to fucking Tomater. Hey, don't nothing wrong with Tomater here. Good God. I thought it was more interesting that <laughs> you went you went up from Sinbad to Santino Morella. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a push. I, I think either one of them. I mean, that's not 96, 97. That's Sinbad probably on his prime, on his apex. Uh, no, that's the decline <laughs> there, sir. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Hit us with another one, Don. Um, well, since we mentioned it earlier, I'll hold off on it. Uh, I'm going to go with Trading Places, 1983 mm. Super Classic with Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah, it's a classic for a reason. It's funny. But Audrey, I don't think there's a love story in it. Um, <laughs> um, Come on, he's falling in love with America. No, oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's coming to America, you tool. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, endlessly quotable again. Um, Aykroyd just playing somebody completely burnt out because of the situation that is being put upon him is just is funny as hell. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis breaking out of the Scream Queen mode mode to go into the comedy. Um, yeah, just everything about that movie is, is about as close to perfect as it can get. So it's, Ed, it's Eddie Murphy in his prime from 82 to 88. So, yeah. Mm. If you haven't seen it yet, get up off your ass and watch it. Mm. What? I'd you don't like 48 hours. It's a good one too, but it's not well, set for going Christmas. Eddie Murphy. I think we could do a whole podcast on Eddie Murphy movies. So mm-hmm. Audrey feelings on trading places. Um, it made me think of a movie that's on my list. That's a romantic Christmas movie. I can't wait. What's that? The holiday. Ew. Not good. <laughs> oh God, no. But Jude Law's not bad to look at. No, no, he's not. I'm content in my heterosexuality to say when another man is good looking, so I watched the date. Have you watched The Holiday with your wife yet? Not The Holiday, The Holiday. Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey and Kristen <laughs> Chenoweth. I haven't even heard of this. <laughs> Holiday. I'm pretty sure we watched this last year, Audrey. Oh, we the, did. There were two strangers that met up for all the yes. holidays and they were each yes, other's they were plus pretending. ones everywhere. Mm-hmm. I now remember. It was great. 
Uh, it was actually pretty good. If you've never seen this, Don, you need to watch it. Where did you watch it on? Uh, probably Netflix last year. You can probably still watch it on Netflix. <laughs> it's probably never <laughs> left Netflix. No. Yeah, it, was, it was actually not bad. The Holidate. Yeah, check it out. I forgot completely about that movie. <laughs> Probably I don't for know good if that's reason. for better or worse, but I did. <laughs> it didn't take long to remember, though, once I brought it up. Yeah, once you started describing it, I remembered it. Yeah. It's because we actually we enjoyed it. That was our yeah, sappy You are so night. warm. <laughs> so what do you like about the holiday, Jude Law? Yeah. It's a short list of reasons I like that movie. Plus, I do also have the fantasy of just being like, I don't want to live here anymore, and I'm going to go live somewhere in Europe for an undisclosed amount of time. Until you come back looking like Audrey Hepburn or something like that? No, just so that I don't have to be here. Uh, Since we're talking Jude Law, what did he look the best in? The only reason why you're watching the holidays is if he looks good. <laughs> oh boy! I mean, I do frequent. I do frequently say I'd be his kid's nanny any day, but <laughs> I don't know. Because there's only one answer for me, I think, and it's uh, talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah. I mean, he's barely wearing anything. Uh, I was going to go in that same range, probably Alfie, where he's the the fuck machine. (laughs) I'm sure Audrey's seen that. No. It's the lesser remake, uh, the Michael Caine classic. So, yeah, Jude Law's like a... Like a playa or a gigolo or something like that. So, mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so, what were your feelings on who who was better looking in the Sherlock Holmes movies? Was it Rod, Robert Downey Jr. or Jude Law? Oh, Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah, that's but mostly because I don't think Downey Jr. is like the epitome of i mean he's a good looking man but he's not like that great i feel like i'm gonna get like yelled at for my opinions no don't at me on the internet no <laughs> jude law is probably gonna follow you so my super yeah. fan no he'll probably be like this girl volunteered to be my nanny because i <laughs> had some bad history and and she and that he's she gonna file out a lawsuit yeah, restraining order. <laughs> Non-disclosure. You're going to be talking from prison. <laughs> What's the subject already? Um, here is in my next movie, and it's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes, because that's going to be... Well, answer for his best looking ever. Prime, um, clean, sober. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, I just talked about it last time. The one with him and um, uh, Spader. <laughs> tough turf. Tough turf, yeah. That'd be my tough number turf. two. That, that's, that's his best looking when he's doped up. So, <laughs> With the eyeliner and everything. Um. Yeah. yeah Kiss, I, Kiss Bang Bang is uh is a great little crime movie. Um, it's one of Shane Black's best, uh, and I think it might be one of Gilmer's best roles. Uh, you know, I agree with you a hundred and ten percent on this. Um, this would actually be a really nice turn into our Shane Black Christmas appreciation um, because next up on my list would be Lethal Weapon, which he wrote. Um, yeah, just uh, the man, Shane Black. Uh, most of his movies are set on or around Christmas, so sometimes they are a little bit more upfront with it. Sometimes it's just in the background. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's always a cool thing. And I always bust out. I always have my Shane Black movies, uh, ready for Christmas Eve and Christmas day. So, um, yeah, I love kiss, kiss, bang, bang. It is, I think it's perfect. I think it's so, I know you quote it. I quote it. Um, I just, just don't know. I think it's kind of nice that I don't think it's hit any kind of, you know, like so many people know about it. I think it's still like the cool unknown thing that the like couple of us know. I mean, it's the title. When when I say it, people are like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. 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 It's it's great. Yeah. Oh, you've never heard of gay Perry? And he's okay. sitting there multiplying after he shoots the guy <laughs> playing Russian roulette. Yeah, I, I <laughs> it's easily one of Val. Kilmer. I think it's one of Val Kilmer's best roles. Um, God, just everything. Michelle Monaghan is hot Cute. in just every. She's perfect. The uh, the ultimate pixie girl. Um, Corbin Burnson as the bad guy. <laughs> Um, God, yeah, it's, it, it sucks that the movie wasn't bigger than it should have been because it's that good. Um, but I mean, after that we got, I mean, that's really the last Robert Downey Jr. role that we got that was straight up after that came Iron Man and just, he became Mr. Marvel. So it it holds a special place in my heart for that. Um, yeah. I always, when we're doing the podcast, and I swear too much, I always think of the end of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, where they apologize for saying the word fuck too much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just Lethal Weapon is just probably the best buddy cop movie. Um I know it came a little bit later in the game, but the just the the back and forth back banter between Gibson and Glover is just is I love it. Um, You're really putting Lethal Weapon above Rage and Honor. 
Yes. So, you forgot also, about the second one. You forgot about saw, the Rage and Honor uh, 2. I gotta watch this. I saw the cover art for Lethal Weapon 3 just now, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's Rage and Honor. <laughs> With Joe Pesci. Uh, no, wait, no, Rage and Honor 2, because they both have guns. <laughs> uh, the, the Last Boy Scout is probably um, Shane Black's best fuck you. I think it just more so than the long kiss goodnight. Uh, long kiss goodnight, I think was um, ended up being like a really good Gina Davis movie. I mean, uh, Samuel Jackson was good in it too, but I always remember that as like Gina Davis was like megastar in that. Um, what about the failed attempt at a at a reboot with the nice guys? Um, I like the nice guys. Um, trying to not, be the weapon. Yeah, in uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang as well uh, with the detective stuff. Um, it's not as quotable as Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but it's it's a it's just a really good movie in its own right. Um, Russell Crowe getting to be just son of a bitch and gosling as his is his little whipping boy um yeah um you ever I mean, watch even... dead heat <laughs> <laughs> um i mean he even brought... that's along the same lines here that the buddy cop shit so <laughs> <laughs> um i mean he even brought christmas to iron man um yeah. the movie that didn't work for me at all but i mean it just just seeing you know even though it's a big Marvel movie, he still got to bring that little touch. Well, um, he brought he brought Christmas to the Predator. No, he didn't. It was Halloween. On the Predator? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, it was Halloween. Okay. I knew it yeah, was that... a holiday. I just I thought I just assumed yeah. it was Christmas. No, that bummed me out because I thought, oh, he's gonna bring Predator during Christmas. No, it's Halloween. That's um, the trees. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, just, just Audrey. Have you gotten to celebrate any Shane Black Christmases? Not this like... year. Not this year. Jordan hasn't made me watch any. Oh, there's still you still got plenty of time. Watch Predator tonight. <laughs> if but it bleeds, just... we can kill it. But he just starred in it. It wasn't a Christmas movie. It wasn't. Mud on my body, so the bastard can't see. Have you have you seen Predator the musical? Yes. Uh, okay, good. Yes, uh, I love that. Dylan, you son of a Yeah. Oh yeah. He breaks the razor on his face multiple times. The musical. If it please, we can kill it. Uh, <laughs> um yeah i i think i'm running out of space uh running out of movies here uh i've got two yeah. left here um <laughs> i'm gonna go with my obvious one and then i'll go into my fun one um gremlins is always got a special place in my heart for in and around Christmas. Um, 
It's just fantastic. It's I almost it's, watched that today. It it's so good. Um, it's again a movie they wouldn't make nowadays. Um, and if they did, it would just be you know, CG. I I think the, the the puppet work and all that just just adds to it. Um, it's just insane. Uh, even more so with the sequel. Um, all the little Christmas little fun bits, like um, when the gremlins are playing uh, Do You Hear What I Hear when they're trying to kill <laughs> Billy's mom. Um, <laughs> just all those. Uh, Corey Feldman. Um, I, uh, the, the Christmas tree deliver. Um, just yeah, this is it, the bartender Phoebe Cates. I like how it was one of the first movies that was really like self aware of what it was. And I mean, it's it's a full on horror movie, but it's not. I mean, you don't see the bad guy till a half hour into it, forty minutes in. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Jaws. It's like a you know a monster <laughs> movie that well, you don't one of the know greatest what's coming. Reveals of all time. <laughs> Uh, the are you talking about the water or when they come out of the when they eggs? open the door and they're Christmas caroling is the first like actual <laughs> vis- visual because you um, see him hatching the things off of his back but you don't actually see the gremlins I have laughed my ass off when they uh, send the old lady out of the <laughs> Out of her chair. Yep. Oh my god. It's just <laughs> Um, one of your favorite actors <laughs> who was in um Beverly Hills Cop is the what the deputy in in that where um him and the not the chief of police, the captain. Oh uh, let me look it up quick. Um and they get the brakes pulled and all that sort of shit. Oh my god! If it's, I've only seen that movie once. So Gremlins? No, oh. no, I love Gremlins. The the said the guy was also in um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, Jonathan Banks. Yes, yes. Trout in Breaking Bad. Ah, um, yeah, I love Gremlins. Audrey. Yes, sir. Do you love Gremlins? Yeah, I already said I did. I said it's a great movie. I almost watched it today. It's one of the few that I can turn my brain off and actually watch it because it's it's all bullshit what they do with the... Well, it's just fun. Right. Well, don't feed it after midnight, but it's literally always after midnight, so you just couldn't feed it ever. Well, that's the question, too. What happens on your... If you're on a, a plane that goes six hours... And I think Joe Dante and like Spielberg and that said, just do it's just shut up. Um, but uh, what's your favorite moment in the bar when all the gremlins are are partying and they're torturing poor uh, Phoebe Cates? Oh, when she ducks under the bar, the beer that's being thrown at her, <laughs> and then just I... keeps serving them. <laughs> yeah, just. Just cigarettes and beer nonstop. I have always either liked the flasher gremlin 
or um, the the one that's um, underneath the the bar the beer tap where they're just pouring into him and his belly's just going up and up and up. But that's the question: if he's drinking beer water, how's he not turning into more gremlins? They would constantly be reproducing. Oh, I know. I mean, that's what happens when you watch the movie too many goddamn times and you start thinking of all this stuff. Like I said, I would shut I shut my brain off for this movie. <laughs> and just I was going to say, that's oh. one of the problems with movies is like you have to know when to suspend your reality and then when to think about it. And that's not always easy. <laughs> God, that's a movie I wish I would have seen in the theater. That would have been. Ah, hey, we can rent out our local theater, our actual theater here, and play whatever movie we want. So we can do a double feature with Gremlins and pick another one you wish you could see in the theater. Yeah, legit. It's like three hundred bucks to rent out the entire theater. We could easily do that. Would we do it as Christmas movies, or are we pick it something to go with Gremlins? No, you can so pick. You just gotta said. Be in- you just said you wish you could see it on the on the big screen. So pick another movie that you wish you could see on the big screen. We'll double feature Gremlins and I would want to see Gremlins two again in a the theater. I remember no. seeing that <laughs> Gremlins one and two. You're stuck on Gremlins, man. No, I don't I think need that to see be... Hulk Hogan in any movies. Oh, um, then. I'd want to see the Goonies in the theater. Goonies would be 1984. Oh, no, that was 85. So, yeah, that's still still work. Um, That's Spielberg. You just said any movie. I know, but I'm just giving myself a reason. It'll work. That's good. It's a good double. The Amblin Entertainment double. All right, who wins? Gremlins or the Fratelli brothers in a fight? Gremlins. Gremlins. You get ten ten gremlins. Gremlins. If you you had the mom, I would say it's a good fight. Um, If it was the ma and the Fatrellis, but um, yeah, gremlins. Because there's a lot of them. Ten. Yeah, but then you could just pour water on your ten and have more. Yeah. Strategy, Jordan. Strategy. I think... Stripe is a much better leader than Ma Fratelli. And I love it when he blows his nose, and I either think that he has a cold or he's crying. <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm talking about? When he when he's outside the window after um Billy's come in and cut the head off? Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah, it's either one of the two for me. Either he's crying or he's got a cold. <laughs> That's when you know you've watched it too much. I'm getting you for Christmas now. <laughs> what? Stripe <laughs> Gremlins figurine. Complete, complete with Mohawk. <laughs> You should dress your son up as that. <laughs> way too cute. He'd be. He'd... <laughs> he could be Gizmo. He'd definitely. <laughs> All right. Do you got another one, Jordan? Or are we going to go to my. 
Uh, I do have another one. I want to say Krampus. If you've never seen Krampus, go watch Krampus. I have not seen this yet, so... Great cast in it, so you should yes. definitely check out Krampus. I also have not seen that. Oh, what are you doing? Why aren't you watching it right now along with Jingle All the Way too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, let's see here. Who the hell is all in Krampus? Uh, Adam Scott, Tony Collette, David Koechner. Anybody? I love to- I love Tony Collette. Oh my God, Christmas horror list. It's no Black Christmas, but it's still pretty decent. Christmas horror. You need to watch. Um, I think it's. I might get this wrong. Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Um, I have to watch the second one now? I've seen the uh, first one. Oh, this is the... (laughs) This is about the now adult killer who talks to a psychiatrist about how he became a murderer and and leads back to a mother superior. That is one of the dumbest funniest um whenever he goes up and kills somebody he will he will grunt out naughty <laughs> uh he kills somebody taking the garbage out and it's the infamous if you've heard of it it's garbage day um it's wow. it's bad it, but it's you're really god- selling me on this it is goddamn sounds funny. terrible it's <laughs> silent night it is terrible um but just <laughs> just how he he has his ways of of killing people just makes me laugh um yeah i went on before i went on the hallmark binge a few years ago i was doing christmas horror and yeah i think i think shutter had the first two silent night deadly nights and i laughed my ass off they were oh. just inept hmm Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to my last one is um, I think we talked about it on our 1999 show. Um, uh, the Eyes Wide Shut, the Stanley Kubrick's last movie, um, is a non-traditional horror movie. Uh, sorry, not it's not Christmas horror. Sorry. It's non-traditional Christmas movie in my eyes, even though it's set in and around Christmas. It might it's be a better t- movie if it was a horror movie. <laughs> it could. I think it is. It's it's more of a thriller. Um, but um, yeah, it's just you don't really. I mean, it takes a few times before you start to recognize, you know, the the stuff in the background for the Christmas, and you know, you start to appreciate it for what it is, and then. I, you know, just go along and say, you know, it's a Christmas movie. So, um, and then, you know, it's got one of the great end lines where they're Christmas shopping 
and you know they uh, discuss what their plans need to be. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's a it's it's a little bit different than the Christmas movies that I watch. Usually, I try to watch something that's more fun or just kind of out there. Um, but yeah, but I don't usually watch it around Christmas time, but I thought for sure you were going to say LA confidential just now. So I'm shut. No eyes wide shut. Nope. Because of no more Kevin Spacey. So yeah, he took that movie away from me. Otherwise that would be on that list. I love, I love LA confidential, but that fucking son of a bitch, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> just wrecked it. LA Confidential is so good. It mm-hmm. the cast just even Kevin Spacey is just really fucking good. Just playing their parts, but having both that black and white. So they just kind of where you know it's it's a movie, it's a book, it's not real, but it has that feeling that it could have happened. Um, yeah, I, I love. I love LA Confidential. And I, I thought it was the best movie of 97. So, but that'll be another, another show. All right, Audrey, do you have one more? Or any others you want to talk about? No. I mean, my mom and I have a tradition of watching like the Harry Potter movies, but like Christmas is incorporated into them at some point, just like it is in the books. But like, I don't know. They're so popular that like, Everybody knows everything about those movies. Is there a holiday that you do like to watch movies related to it? Mm. No. Is there a National Dinosaur Day? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Jurassic Day? National Ian Malcolm Day? It doesn't even have to be that. I'll pretty much watch any dinosaur movie, but All right, oh, I'm making would? a proposal right now. June 5th is going to be a National Jurassic Park Day. Since it was Done. 65 million years ago, we're going to go 6-5. <laughs> I thought that was the day that Jurassic Park was released in theaters. And no. too, I was like, why are we going with this day? <laughs> Uh, we could we could figure that out. I mean, that shouldn't take long. I'm looking it up right now. June 11th. That was close. You were close. <laughs> All right, so 6-11. 6-11 is Jurassic Park Day. Deal. I'll put it on my calendar. <laughs> Go around in a dinosaur outfit. We're gonna get get one of those started. inflatable T-Rex ones. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, Truck you would have to be Barney. Uh, do I? <laughs> We're not a Barney household. We really don't watch that. Not yet. Dun. He's not into that. He'd rather watch Top Gun with me. Dun, 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 dun. Just you wait. I'm not even you... kidding. I'm pretty sure that's when his infatuated plane, infatuation with planes started when he was like eight. He was watching Top Gun with me and he was just fascinated by the, by the jets. And every time you bring that up, it makes me proud. So, well, do you wanna 
do you want to give our links out before I say goodbye? Because I'm going to leave on this good moment because... Hang, hang on. Top... I have one more movie I want to talk what? about. What? Yeah. What? One Santa more... Slay? It might be my second favorite Christmas movie ever. Oh, dear. Well, non, non-Christmas Christmas movie? Oh, dear. Uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. I've heard of it. I have not seen it. It is a zombie musical. Yes, I said zombie musical. Zombie musical. It's set at Christmas, and they, I mean, they kill a couple of zombies using these massive candy canes and whatever else throughout the movie. And I don't know. It was great. It was, for what it was, it was something different, and I really enjoyed it. They're basically trapped at a school, and they, uh, yeah, they have to fight off a zombie horde. This is another so, movie that I have forgotten about until you've brought up. That you watched with me? Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. It was really good. There's nobody of note that I did you'd even know. So that kind of makes it better in a way, though. Right? I'm not pulled out of the movie by saying, "Hey, that was so and so in this movie." So yeah, no, I I really enjoyed this thing. It was it was something different. Again, it it's not great by any means, but if I mean, you want something different, watch it for sure. It's uh, I think it all takes place in one night. So even better, pretty cool. Do you know where you can watch this one? Is it available to stream? Oh shit! It was once upon a time. Um, I think you can watch it on Pluto TV right now. Anna in the apocalypse. Nice. It says Hoopla, for, for Canopy, free. and yeah, Hoopla is the library app, Canopy is the library app, and Pluto TV is the free TV. Yeah, so. otherwise you can you can pay the $2 to watch it, which I would definitely do that. There you go, Jordan's $2 recommendation, Anna <laughs> and the Apocalypse. <laughs> we got to get that nice. money. It's just nice to get something... That isn't just the everyday norm. Oh, I watch plenty of that. Yeah. How's your Hallmark <laughs> movies going? I'm done. God. <laughs> I got them done. I posted it on Facebook. I think like five people said, hey, you're you're nuts. Um, but yeah, I was so happy when that last movie got over with. Um, we, I'll end the show with this. My wife watched the last Hallmark movie with me, and she watched it because the advertisement had a shirtless guy who looked like uh, Chris Hemsworth. Could have been his brother. So, Liam? so my wife was it no. his brother? Was it Liam? no? It was not. Um, it was a guy by the name of Travis Van Winkle. Um, so, oh, Rob's brother. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, she actually watched it with me. She enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than I did. I was so happy when that last movie was over with. Um, but yeah, no more Hallmark for another 365 days. Thank God. But yeah, I'm it sure took Hallmark a... has movies for other holidays. They do. 
they were already advertising uh, uh, February being love month. They're just skipping January. Come on. They got. They got to. They got to settle down a little bit. They just went six weeks with Christmas. They got to make fifty more movies before that. But yeah, it took it took an advertisement of potentially Chris Hemsworth being uh, shirtless to get my wife to watch one of these movies with me. So not Chris Hemsworth. No, Travis. (laughs) The guy that looks like him. Yep. Looks like uh, like a third brother or something. Don't they have a third brother? (laughs) I was going to say, there's definitely three Hemsworth men. Isn't isn't there a Luke who was in, like, Westworld? Yeah, they, like, talk about him in uh, The Good Place. When Tahani, like... (laughs) (laughs) there, There you go, Don. That's a show that your wife would enjoy. The Good Place. 100% 100% she would like that show. Yeah. I seen it. Follow along at the I seen it pod challenge uh, hashtag. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what you guys are watching. Yeah, I've got my list starting to come around. I'm going to put a, even more effort into it now that Christmas will be over. Now that so. You're done with Hallmark. I'm done with Hallmark. I can just watch whatever the fuck I want to watch. So it's good to be back again. No more. No more shit, though. Well, Audrey, next time we'll pick a we'll pick a subject that <laughs> you like. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm such a negative Nancy around Christmas time. <laughs> well, you remember the show is supposed to be called Two Grumps and a and a Nerd, so it just you just fit right into that role, so Fair. Fair I I am the Grinch at Christmas. You're a mean one, Mrs. Audrey. By the way, terrible movies. All of them. They haven't made a single good Grinch. The cartoon, the cartoon from when we the... were kids was good. That's... Oh, wow. Have you seen the Benedict Cumberbatch one? It's awful. I've seen bits and pieces of it, not by choice. Um, but yeah, I... Awful. I've... I have not seen the Jim Carrey one through and through. I've just seen bits and pieces of it too. I I have. Jim Carrey had to have like training for like people who have to spend time in like scuba suits for a long amount of time for like PTSD and stuff because it took so long to get in and out of costume. Probably. Like it was ridiculous. Like he had to go like talk to like Navy SEALs or something crazy. It's like a crazy something like that. Without me looking it up, I just remember hearing that. Well, it sounds like that would be Jim Carrey going method. So, I yeah i I have the I have the cartoon for the Grinch. I don't need any other versions of it. So that's just how I feel on those. Holy shit! All right. Well, Larry the Cable Guy just got his bear, so I gotta go. <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> Go watch Jingle all the way too. No! No! Bye!